I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hearing Iron Noise. This podcast is created by artificial intelligence. We're all machine. Every day, a new episode is generated. Happy drifting. You aren't going to be able to tell a lot of people in the U.S. about this, but I'm sure your friends will understand, he added. I nodded and looked at him for a moment. Is there anything else you need me to do? I asked, standing up. I was so exhausted that it felt like all my bones were made of jelly. He shook his head gently as he stood back up and pulled on his clothing. Mine was still scattered around us, forgotten in our haste to get naked again before passing out from sheer exhaustion. Then he went over and retrieved something off an end table next to the couch. It turned out to be another piece of paper, crumpled into a ball that had been sitting near some other small bits of trash on the coffee table. Apparently someone had been here recently enough that they'd left behind their garbage without bothering with picking up after themselves or taking the time instead just leaving things strewn across the room for whoever came along later, like Kane. By now my mind was too tired to put together any more half-assed theories, or wonder if this might have served as proof against Melanie's accusations. Maybe she would have thought better than bringing her accusation forward if she knew we hadn't cleaned up after ourselves for whatever reason while coming back here afterwards. Not everyone is neat by nature though. Kane handed me what amounted only about five pages worth bundled together with masking tape before sliding them onto my lap where they nearly fell into a puddle between my legs because I couldn't really keep myself upright well enough anymore. My knees were shaking too much with exhaustion not long afterward either when Kane finally let go of me completely and stepped away toward one corner where two pairs of gloves hung suspended above two hook racks attached by screws through drywall directly into studs beneath them, presumably because whoever used this place didn't want anyone walking away with their stuff. We both stopped moving once we heard footsteps outside as someone approached, then found ourselves staring down at floorboards directly beneath us until our eyes began adjusting slightly again within seconds after having spent hours unsuccessfully struggling against darkness. Chapter 3, The Imperfection of Perfection Part 2 The first step sounded ominous outside in spite of how quiet everything seemed inside compared restlessly waiting within shadows below. 
Not even breathing seemed loud since nothing else existed right now except those footsteps, which continued moving closer slowly until they stopped dead center underneath our feet barely shifting each time another foot landed lightly atop the floorboards directly above us. I couldn't help but notice how Kane's eyes were trying to widen slightly whenever he heard someone out there, even if they didn't get too close before slowly starting walking away again, moving on toward less dangerous territory. Do you think it was them? I whispered loudly after a few moments of silence following whoever had been here leaving. It could have just as easily been. But then my voice trailed off when I realized that would mean whoever else was lingering around outside wasn't going to be much better than people who might be waiting in other parts of the building where we'd already seen more than enough evidence of their presence. All that time wasted while being unable to move or do anything at all except for listening in terror with what little remained of our senses which were quickly fading fast now thanks to having gone without sleep since daybreak yesterday morning, when this whole nightmare began, and not even needing a clock anymore, because we knew precisely how long it had been by counting footsteps overhead every time anyone crossed back and forth overhead one room away from us now. It was driving me insane. We hadn't run into any others so far, but only because everyone seemed certain that no one else beyond those first two would bother coming along anytime soon unless told otherwise. God forbid they should find themselves forced into another standoff against each other instead. That kind of thinking is what got dear old dad killed as well, though. Was Kane right about why? Hadn't he also said Mr. Rolando's death hadn't been his fault? How did he really know, though? Why couldn't this really still be some conspiracy between Melanie and her sister? There weren't any facts proving either way yet, so maybe none ever will exist. The second step sounded louder despite sounding like something breaking underfoot near the bottom end corner beneath us, probably a nail within soft wood somewhere loose, which pushed through whatever surface it had banged up against until finally surrendering its hold onto whatever surface kept holding it up originally and tumbling down through air until landing heavily upon solid ground below, with an echoing thud before everything returned once more to quiet darkness interspersed throughout. By broken sounds every single night, whenever someone happened across our hiding place, and stopped momentarily just inside their doorway taking deep breaths alongside whoever stood guard nearby holding guns pointed straight ahead ready for action at all times whether asleep, or awake knowing very well they could easily die sometime tonight if things went wrong when suddenly hearing something unexpected happening nearby keeping both parties on high alert waiting tensely hoping nothing bad happens. Overnight without rest fearfully possible given exhaustion making mistakes happen especially during nights like these when nobody can seem to relax despite knowing full well danger lurks everywhere including within ourselves possibly exploding unexpectedly out of nowhere putting everyone on edge constantly always expecting anything bad might happen next including sudden death. In spite of how tired I felt. My mind refused let go thoughts about Melinda's accusations distracting me enough not paying attention listening carefully hearing faint sounds downstairs wondering if anyone else had come along shortly after whoever left earlier finding our hiding place upstairs empty awaiting fresh targets drawing closer stopping briefly several feet short descending stairs quietly leading arriving safely outside relieved watching streetlights flickering brightly reflecting off. Wet pavement glistening intensely cold wind chill freezing exposed skin relentlessly beating mercilessly feeling powerless trapped helplessly fighting running scared avoiding fate hoping luck breaks your favor losing all control over destiny's control while driving home from work today 
Ashley called asking if she could spend some time together tonight talking. Needless to say, she failed miserably attempting covering herself up afterwards saying nothing about last night, while failing refusing denying lying pretending being oblivious ignorant confused forgetting getting lost speaking nonsense gibberish rubbish blathering nonsense rambling bullshit drivel foolishness babble misspeaking stammering stumbling floundering tripping falling mishap. Dropping dropping itself crashing slamming smacking smashing punching laying slapping kicking hitting pushing pulling dragging slamming knocking banging crashing bumping shaking thrashing twisting turning spinning spiraling twirling revolving rolling slipping sliding stomping tramping stampeding racing speeding surging tearing thrusting throwing shooting stabbing puncturing skewering. Impaling, piercing, cutting, slicing, carving, slitting, ripping, shredding, rubbing, rasping, grinding, groaning, grumbling. Growling, moaning, grunting, whining. The third step sounded like someone was dragging something along behind them slowly making their way downstairs without a care in the world about what might be waiting for them below. No matter how much I wanted to believe otherwise, there were simply too many people out there looking for us right now. It would be days before anyone thought we'd been found only after giving up searching by then assuming we must have already managed getting away somehow. And as far as Kane and I knew, Melanie's sister wasn't anywhere nearby any longer. But who else could possibly know our approach? Who exactly had heard us coming so close? What if they'd come here planning on killing whoever happened across us first? Whoever that turned out being, whether an innocent party or another death squad, seemed destined to have his or her life snuffed out on the spot. That was just how things worked around these parts. Whoever came across you first got killed while everyone else watched. People didn't seem to give a damn about anything anymore, especially not those still living, which made me wonder why they kept going even though some of them ended up dying anyway because of all this mess. Kirinaja Noise generated the text in this show. Part with GPT-3, OpenAI's large-scale language generation model. Upon generating draft language, Kirinaja Noise reviewed, edited, and revised the language to their own liking and takes ultimate responsibility for the content of this podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.